The following program is intended for mature audiences. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Come On Get Happy Hour. Talking to my super deaf dope producer up in Canada. What's up, Judy Sketch Lewinson? Hello, hello, hello. How are you, Stevie? How's your week been going so far? I'm good. I'm good. All is good. Um, today was crazy. You yep, have encountered like some crazy mother bleeps and oh. they just tried to steal your joy. Oh, every day, every day, all day, every day. I, I keep that. I keep my joy locked up. Don't I tell my kids, don't let anybody steal your joy, man. Mm-hmm. So this morning sketch, yeah. I had like a little break. I'm on the I'm on the over the hill. I live in the valley here in Los Angeles. Yeah, I pulled into Gelson's, you know, mm-hmm. I was going to chill in Gelson's for a minute, get a little a little protein bar. Had a few minutes to kill, so I'm I'm doing a little nice little post, little positive post about the show. We got some, a couple uh, great guests this week, and next to me, I I feel a boom. Someone hits the car. I'm like, what the hell? Hits I the look Trans-Am? over, and a lady. What's that? Hits the Trans Am. No, no, no. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, you know, one of the daily drivers, the Explorer. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just parked. I'm just chilling, doing this right. little post, and some lady opens the door and bangs the shit out of my passenger car door so i'm like so so jarred like i'm looking at her and i'm trying to touch buttons to roll down windows and it looks like she's yelling at me i'm like are you serious you just hit my door so i get out and go around to her i go you just hit my car like it wasn't like a tap it was almost like a little you park you know like i'm over i'm i'm my bad so she's gonna hit my car yeah so i said i said lady what's the deal you just hit my car she goes you're over the fucking line I'm like, wow. All right. So, so, so she, look and she had like, to hit the car? I, I'm not understanding. Oh, yeah. So okay. she had to hit my car. Like, but Meanwhile, she's in a $120,000 brand new Range Rover. And I'm like, I'm like, are you serious? You just you have 100 other empty spaces. This is like 9 in the morning. And you hit my car. She's like, you're over the fucking line. Learn how to drive. So I lean forward. She's standing in between the cars. I lean forward like to look at the damage. Mm-hmm. As I lean forward, she goes, He's trying to hit me. Somebody call the police. I'm like, what? I step back. There's a work truck like pulling out. Mm-hmm. A work guy. She mm-hmm. runs up to his car. He just tried to hit me. The guy looks at me. I'm like, hey, buddy, don't try to be a hero. She's cuckoo. So I'm like, she literally just hit my car. And she's yelling at me instead of apologizing. So anyway, I said, let me just move, remove myself from the situation. So I get in the car and uh, I'm driving away. She's trying to video me. I'm like, lady, you just hit my car. I'm like, you just hit my car. She goes, I didn't hit your car. I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm driving away and I was so rattled. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta get out of this funk. Yeah. So instead of like going back and slashing her tires, like I would have been when I was a young hoodlum, I'm like, let me, let me just say a little prayer for this woman. And I said, all right, I'm going to do three good deeds today. Three good deeds. Yeah. So I went to the park, went to Homey Hills Park there, got out my little bands out of the back. I was going to do a little workout. I'm working out and I have my bands wrapped around a bench. I see an older lady, like I'm going to say older. I mean, she was like 90. Mm-hmm. She was older than Betty White. So she's yeah. walking towards me. I move my bags. I see her. She's like, she's grasping for breath. And I said, excuse me, miss. Would you like to, would you like to have a seat? And she's like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, okay, boom. There's one, right? Yeah. She was happy. Um, the second one, I'm leaving the park. There's always this dude working out in the park. He's a trainer. 
and we kind of mad dog each other because he takes over the sidewalk. He's bumping like gangster rap. He doesn't care. Like the average age in this park is like 87. And uh, so I always kind of go around him. I look at him like, really, bro? And I've been looking at him for like a year. Today, I walk past him. I turn around. I go, hey, man, my name is Stevie D. Um, how you doing? I uh, just come here to do a little quick workout in between. He's like, all right, man, you're getting yours in. I'm like, yeah, man, but I'm moving soon. And just bought a house in Nashville. He's like, congratulations. We Now we're boom. We're like this. So that's two, right? Yeah. All right. Almost good karma. The third one I'm going to do tonight is not beat my kids. All right. So that's. <laughs> but the night's young. I can't promise that third one. As their auntie, even though I'm in another country, I forbid you to lay hand on my favorite children's. You know I love those. Yeah, you know I'm all talk. Yeah, anyway, I know, I know so what your can be. You can give give each of them a quarter when we're done. But don't we'll explain the, why. Yeah. Well, sh you know I pay you pay my son uh, two bucks to set this <laughs> this elaborate situation up right here. That's so crazy. But I mean, the whole thing in the parking lot there, like if if the reason why I rarely leave my house was a person, that is why people go I'm out like, really? looking I'll, for I'll problems. She has to live in her own skin, you know? And you know, what's the name of the show? Come on, get happy hour. Exactly, exactly. We just try to make people happy. We don't talk about politics. We, you know, I go out through my day, throughout the day saying hi nice. to everybody and smiling. And this one lady just, you know, and all the took thing with in me. the morning, right? That's the thing. Nine o'clock, like, all I did is question why she banged my door. Right, so hard too. <laughs> all the spaces in the parking lot wow i said i was driving away i said i feel sorry for your husband she goes i'm not married i'm like wow imagine that just just leave it alone just drive off slow um I mean, so the, the drinking uh, phrase tonight is good vibes good vibes so spreading some good vibes yeah I so real that. quick uh i know we got a couple great guests mm -hmm. um so since our last show we had a, a few comedy legends pass away we have it's been a yeah so we had your uh, we had bob saget mm-hmm betty white the queen yep we had louis anderson yep yep yeah so you probably saw my bob saget story that i posted i did i did it's a good story should i tell that real quick or just move on uh you know what i think we should tell people to go to the facebook page where you're going to post All right, go it. to facebook on, Stevie uh, D Stevie, rocks. Uh, uh, Stevie D and his so-called friends. Stevie and D and his so-called friends. Yeah, you're gonna see and it there. See and a little... leave, leave a comment below his story there. Leave, please leave a comment. Instagram has like 400 um, likes on that story, so it's a yeah. good story. I guess it's getting trending or whatever you call it. What do you kids yeah. call it? It's going. It's but going viral. The main thing about these three iconic comedy legends were what? They had wholesome images, right? Mm-hmm. So they're stage, being they were they were they're pretty cheeky and naughty off stage. They're, they're the naughty. They were I had to people. I had to do a deep dive to find something on Louie because Louie was a clean comic and all of his images and all of his uh, characters he did were always clean. But yeah. Saget was a filthy, dirty bird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know that from our <laughs> I days. The at first the Laugh time Factory. I saw him, I was just like, "This is not Full House." Okay. Danny Tanner. <laughs> Danny <laughs> Tanner is, is not house. in the building. Yes. This is built house. So what I did, I, I did a little dive today real quick before the lady hit my door. 
And uh, I want to pull up some dirty stuff on these three, which were cheeky. Mm. So Bob Saget, anything he did on stand, you know, in stand up was was pretty filthy. But Bob does a thing about he gets his demented sense of humor from his dad. So his, he said his dad told dirty jokes and had a dark, dirty sense of humor. Mm -hmm. So he said, for instance, when he was a kid, he would go to a restaurant. His dad would pop open the menu and go, son, the only thing on the menu tonight is cake and cocks and they're fresh out of cake. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, dad, I'm, I'm 11, but okay. Um, he said, son, he'd say, son, ask me how I slept last night. And he'd go, dad, how did you sleep last night? And he would say, like a baby, because I was sucking on your mom's tit all night long. <laughs> yes. Redefining wow. the dad jokes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Betty White, you know, they roasted her. There's some stuff out there. But yeah. what I liked, she was on this talk show. I couldn't remember the host, but he had William Shatner and Betty White on the same talk show. Mm -hmm. So he had just interviewed Bill Shatner. And mm -hmm. it's hard to get that Bill out of your head. Right. So he started interviewing Betty and he goes, I don't know why Bill Shatner just came over me. And she goes, I wish I could say the same. Right. <laughs> yes. There's actually, so if you go on YouTube, there's a up. few of those, a few Betty White interviews. Wow. The interview that people should probably check out is where basically she and, um, uh, what's her name? Joan, Joan, I think. Joan Rivers? Joan Rivers had a Joan Rivers had a talk show. She and Joan yeah. Rivers basically roast each other for eight minutes. It's brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Didn't Joan say something like they wanted me to take my top off, top off, and Betty said, "Would they even know the difference?" Yeah, like it was all of that. It was all yeah. of that. Like where where they came, both of them had pearl necklaces on. And she's like, "Oh well, your my pearls, your pearls are bigger than mine." And Joan just gives they trade necklaces and just. How that's what you want when you come to watch television or something like that. just genuine banter. Nobody's getting offended by anything. We're just having fun. We're having fun yeah, and celebrating fun. friendship. And that's what we do here. We just exactly. celebrate friendships. Almost everybody we had on is is a friend, yeah, or a friend of a friend, and so they get it before they come on. Like, we don't don't take the double wide too seriously. We're just exactly. having a good time. And you must have a good Lou story. Oh, so Lou, I don't have. I mean, he's so he's such a good guy. Only mm -hmm. met him once very low key, but Lou was actually on Bob Saget's podcast. I think, I think it's called Bob, Bob Saget is there for you or something like that, mm -hmm. which I didn't even know existed. Um, you know, our friend Mike Young, who's been on the show, yeah. Mike and Bob are on tour together for the last 10 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so they're about to go back out on the 28th. They had gigs on the 28th and 29th of this month. So RIP Bob, check out his yeah. podcast. I think the one I saw with Louis Anderson today was his hundredth episode. So I didn't listen to the whole interview because I was still shaken up about the lady, you know, abusing <laughs> Range me. Range Rover lady. But um, yeah. yeah, the Range Rover lady. Um, the struggle is real in her right. Range Rover. People parking too close. Um, but Louis was coming on his show on the podcast, and Louis like, "Should I wear the glasses or not the glasses?" And I guess the glasses were kind of smudged, mm -hmm. and uh. He goes, my glasses are kind of dirty. And Bob says, well, I have a microfiber here. And Louis said, that's what all the ladies say about you. So <laughs> <laughs> Bob said, I thought I would do the first penis joke. Right. But okay. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Just, uh... All right. So I'd love to tell the Saget story, but that's like a 12-minute story. <laughs> Go on my Instagram I or know. Facebook yeah, and find yeah. that. 
Instagram at CVD Rocks or Facebook, Stevie D and his so-called friends. And leave yours, you're in the comments, leave your run-ins with celebrities and some great stories that you have to share. Yeah, I'd love to have that. Yeah, yeah, please do, please do. So um, who is on the show tonight? So we have my buddy, Mr. Brett Scallions, his bandmates, Billy Harvey, and Eddie Wall. Only won like a whole bunch of Emmys and all kinds of awards, but so it's like a super group working on some songs. And tonight we've got a world premiere for you guys here tonight. Let's get this party started, Sketch! I'm excited, let's do it. Yo, what's up? We're back with Come On, Get Happy Hour. We get happy here in the double wide, playing a little bad company. Got some badass rock going. Got my buddy on deck with his new band. I'm so excited because he's been talking about this band for a while. Been trying to get him on the show. He's like, hey man, I'll let you know when we have some, some tracks cut. I think they have about maybe 20 tracks cut. He sent me a couple today. Um, he's a multi-platinum selling artist, lead singer of a badass band called Fuel. But we're not here to talk about Fuel. So we don't, we're not, who? Come on, we got a new band. We're excited to talk about my new neighbors all the way from Nashville. There goes the neighborhood. I'm heading that way. So Billy, warn the neighbor, warn the authorities, please. Oh yeah. Uh, put- <laughs> Uh, yeah, give it up for my man Brett Scallion, Bill Harvey, Eddie Wall. We got Hi. Emmys. We got Emmy winner. We, this is too much for the double wide tonight, y'all. That's <laughs> true. What's going on, guys? Hey, man, we're working. We're slaving to the grind over here. We're trying to get this music done, and like you said, we got about twenty songs on the on the hot plate, and we've we finished. You know, I think I like eleven of them somewhere around there and so we got plenty more to go and you know billy just threw some more riffs at us the other day so we're going to try to keep on writing too so uh, the goal is just to keep churning them out and and keep building the catalog billy's immersed in the music down there in uh, nashville yeah bro too many people from california are moving to nashville yeah california and new york they're they're all converging I heard they're putting flyers on cars like, don't bring any of your bullshit. Welcome. If they see a California license plate, welcome, but don't bring any of your California bullshit around here. (laughs) That'd be a good record title, California Bullshit. I'm in. All right. (laughs) I got a new record title called Billionaires in a Race Riding Their Dicks to Outer Space. And I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. Uh I'm I'm having t-shirts made. I'm selling at the swap meet this weekend. Uh (laughs) All right, guys, so tell me how this all came together, Brett. You know, Eddie and I have known each other for a long time, decades now. You know, the first time that Eddie and I met, we were were both up in uh, North Brookfield, Massachusetts, uh, with two separate uh, groups. Fuel, we were making the first Fuel record up there at at a, a, a farm studio called Longview Farms. And uh, Eddie had a project that came in and uh, to do some recording too, and, and he and I ended up meeting. And then years later, we reconnected. Uh, he did. Uh, he produced uh, Abby's band Slunt. Oh wow, they're badass! Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, did their debut record, and we reconnected through all of that, and you know, and kept telling each other that we need to do something together. And then, so we finally did once he and I. Uh, moved out to LA here and we did a numerous other projects. We did a thing called uh, World Fire Brigade and uh, then we he uh, worked with me on the last fuel record I did called Puppet Strings 
And then one day he's like, hey, I got this guy uh, that uh, lives in Nashville. He's going to come into town. And you want to do some writing? I was like, yeah. So Billy shows up. And first time I'd met him, and uh, we had uh, we sat down and wrote three songs, and loved what was going on there. And but then we all got sidetracked on our other projects and everything, so it took us a little while to kind of reconnect. Then finally, COVID happens, and I reached out to these guys, and I was like, "Hey, you guys want to finish what we started?" And and uh, so, luckily, Billy and Eddie both were like, "Let's do this." So you know. Of course, Billy's in Nashville, so we were like, how are we going to do this? So we just decided, you know, we'll start doing Zooms and FaceTimes and and figure out how, if, if that's going to work for us. And sure enough, you know, 19, 20 songs later, here we are. You know, we we basically wrote this with, with Billy in Nashville, and he would yeah, – everything starts with a Billy riff. You know, hey, Billy would throw a riff at us, and we'd say, I like that. Let's record that. So Billy would uh, record it into a session, and then he takes the files and sends them over to us, and Eddie throws them in a session. And then, you know, uh, then Billy will play another riff, and they'll send it over, and we just kind of start piecing it all together until we uh, arrange the song. And then after that's done, as, as all that's happening, the three of us are constantly trying to come up with melodies and, and things like that. Uh, so once we figure out our vocal melodies and things like that, I'll just lay down a little scratch and then I take it back to my house, lay all the drums down for it. And then we just kind of, Billy and, and Eddie and I, we just start layering things until it's a full song. <laughs> That's amazing how things are going now during COVID. I mean, would you ever have worked like this before this quarantine or the COVID? This is by far the first record I've ever done like this. I, I don't know if Billy, have you ever worked in, recently with any projects where you've done it like this or anything? No, not, and definitely not to this extent. Um, it, it's it's just always more. I, I I never had an interest to work virtually because playing music is fun when you're with the people you're playing it with. Yeah. Um, but in this instance, with the three of us. I've known Eddie for for decades myself, but didn't know Brett, and and we had chemistry. But it turns out the three of us have have a have a chemistry that that I haven't experienced. It's just really effortless, and I mean, knock on wood, but so far it's it's just seemed so effortless. And uh, you know, so sending the tracks virtual isn't isn't frustrating. We're not waiting on stuff. Uh, it happens immediately, like it, right when I send something, they're arranging it and, and we're bouncing, bouncing it back and forth. And um, when Brett's like riffing a melody, like some words will start coming out and then we, you know, then we, get, we're, we start figuring out what the song wants to be. And man, it's, it's just been, uh, it, it's been really cool. I mean, I don't know that I would just automatically do it with anyone else, but been really fun with these guys i think one thing you know some people might think look at this as a disadvantage of us not being in a room together but i think it was really it was for me it was really cool because you know uh and don't take this the wrong way but you know i could take things back to my house and i i, I had only my thoughts um on what i envisioned things to to do mm-hmm. and uh so i would just play the drums or the bass or whatever and it would come out the way I saw it, you know, and then these guys would go cool. And then Billy would do the exact same thing. We never knew what was going to really come back at us until 
Billy would lay down eight different tracks of things and it would just be like, oh my God, that's amazing, you know? And, and so it's never, it's not like we, we had a whole lot of creative input on each other or trying to lock each other down and say, hey, why don't you do this instead? We just, mm-hmm. you know, just Billy did his thing, I did my thing, Eddie did his thing, and we all just kind of like, cool. <laughs> it's just complimented cool. each other. You, you, you layered what the other person had done and just complimented that, that person. Well, yeah, I mean, like Billy and a lot of Billy's guitar tracks too. He while we were actually in the writing session, he would lay down scratch tracks or whatever, which we thought were scratch tracks, but they would end up being the takes, you know. And I would just take them back to my place, and I'd lay a I'd lay a, a, a groove down for him, and uh, and then he would take his take it over from there and start layering his things down. And and like I said, we like Eddie and I never knew what was what was going to come back from Billy, but yeah. every single time he would he would turn in his the files and everything, and we'd go, okay, that's that's exactly what it needed, you know. So uh, it, it's been working out great that way. So Brett, you played um, guitar. You all co-wrote, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, is- you you played bass and drums. You didn't even get Sawyer to jump on the drums there. <laughs> no, he did. Uh, he did some hand claps in one of the. All songs, right. There's so. <laughs> Brett's son. He's badass on the drums. It's a rock star family over there. Uh, but you know, like yeah, with bass and things like that. Like Billy and I are trading off on things like that, and you know, it's it's predominantly uh, Billy when it comes to the guitar stuff. But I lay down some nice little rhythm guitars from time to time to, kind and and the two of the his tones and my tones seem to really. Uh, work well together so very cool and eddie you jumped in with some keyboards also but you also produce well billy played a lot of the, the keyboards actually i played some here and there but it was more like for me is more like co-writing arranging like a lot of times billy would throw a whole bunch of riffs and i sort of put it into an order and oh wow okay and then uh you know send it back to billy and then he'd add some more riffs and then we'd come up with melodies together and then um i've been mixing too you know, but as far as playing goes, I, I did very little actual playing because Billy's a great keyboard player too, and he oh, thinks yeah? he thinks more outside of the box than I do on the keyboards. <laughs> so I always like to do his thing because it always comes back with that that thing on it. You know. So it's like a whole. So it's mostly you three guys. Anybody else that we're missing here? I think it's been us three. Is there anyone else? <laughs> Cello on the one song, right? A friend of ours played cello on one song. Um, he's actually a cello player from Game of Thrones. He played lead on Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, but that's the only song that there's anybody on besides us. Yeah. Sawyer and hand clap. And Sawyer and hand clap. And Sawyer's hand clap. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to come in and add a little tambourine, but, you know, but I'm yeah. going to mile on. But... <laughs> Welcome anytime. <laughs> so would you guys be able to do this live? Would you... Have a couple of hired guns, or how would that work? Yeah, it would be impossible for us to pull this off with just the three of us. And and, and also, when it comes to a, a live show thing, uh, you know, Eddie Eddie is trapped in the studio every day. He's he's doing numerous other projects, and you know, and for for him, he's more the the studio guy. So when it comes to live, it'll, it's going to be Billy and myself mainly, and then what we'll bring in. We Billy and I know so many amazing uh, musicians and. We'll put the right band together and we'll get out and play some fun shows. 
We gotta get uh, Billy out here. Or we're gonna invade Nashville. You can jump in the Trans Am with me, Brett. We'll head to Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm actually coming out there in a couple weeks. Uh, we're gonna do some photos and finalize some mixes. Oh, very nice. It'll it'll Brett, be nice. Sounds like nice. a cookout, Brett. Cookout at Brett's house. <laughs> so, what should the what should the menu be? I was thinking maybe do a. A brisket or some uh, some burn ends or maybe we could do some uh this some, dude makes uh, a badass fried pickle i don't know if you had brett's fri fried pickles they're legendary i love fried pickles oh, i'm ready <laughs> you know, brett let's the, talk off camera about the brisket let's do that and we'll get a little <laughs> we're working on a little cooking show rock and roll project so yeah Absolutely. let's, let's, let's do that for sure brett makes yeah. his own beer it's 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 like crazy over there Wow. He's cooking all kinds of crazy shit going on. Uh, I don't know if I have enough time to get a, set, a batch of beer going for, before. Uh, <laughs> that you know, I, I bring a bottle of uh, a Boone's Farm to his party, and he's like, "No, man, I, I make beer. It takes like three months to get a glass of beer." I'm like, "I, uh -huh. I ain't got that kind of time, Brett." Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, what are we supposed to say to make you drink again? What was it? Good vibes. Good vibes. Good oh, vibes. good vibes. <laughs> Eddie's got good vibes over in his coffee cup. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Brett, you're from you're from Memphis, right? I mean, originally, I grew up outside of Memphis in a, a town called Brownsville, tiny town, cotton fields and soybeans, and you know the things that were Brownsville's best known for is me, uh, <laughs> that player named Tony Delk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tina Turner, who grew up in Nutbush, which was part of Haywood County, the county Nut I grew Bush up in. Nutbush City Limits, yeah. Nutbush City Limits. And then there's an old bluesman uh, named Sleepy John Estes. Amazing. I don't know if you've ever heard of Sleepy John Estes, but listen to his music. His, that's some, that's a, right in the old vein of Robert Johnson and stuff like that. It's really amazing. It's amazing. Stuff. Speaking of blues, Buddy Guy's about to be at your house out there at the Canyon Club. Let's go. Buddy Guy? Buddy guy, I've seen him there a couple of times. He's coming up in uh, March. That sounds like a let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. It's right across the street wow. from your house. By the way, I wore my Elvis shirt for you today. Anyway, speaking of Memphis, all right. I'm from Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky in the house. <laughs> all right, everybody. So we're gonna. I don't know if you knew the the um, extent of my audience, but I got at least a dozen people gonna gonna listen to this. This is the world premiere tonight of the singles. Is that correct? Uh, the, uh, the world single. a single, yeah. This is the <laughs> world premiere of uh, this is basically the uh, introduction to Melody's Brothers right here. You know, we we haven't released anything as of yet, and you're gonna let them hear something for the first time from from top to bottom. I've I've done a few little teasers online and things like that, but I haven't played top to bottom anything yet for the people out there. So you you have the honor and privilege of doing so right now well, i wish we had a much larger audience for you brett <laughs> ah, you will <laughs> no it's gonna be good we'll, we'll we'll spread the gospel but real quick i had a question i'm driving i'm listening to my spotify i'm like what what is the goal today for like a new band like is it to get on radio is it get on spot spotify pandora so oh. billy or anybody that wants to take that you know it's. I feel bad for for new musicians these days because it's so incredibly difficult. It's not. It's not like it was uh, 
when I first started. I, I'm like one of the last musical generations to actually, you know, be able to sign with a major record label and get a real budget, you know, and things of that nature. You know, uh, you just don't see that very often anymore. Um, the first, the first fuel record I made, we. We had like we got like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar advance, and then we had another two hundred fifty grand to make the record, you know. And then the second record was like three or four hundred grand, and you know the the last record or the the natural selection record I did was over a million dollars. So rock bands especially just aren't seeing that at all that support, yeah. you know. And nowadays a lot of record labels they basically want you to do all the hard work and the groundwork of of getting yourself known and, and started, and then they want to pick it up after that. Uh, there's no A&R department anymore, it seems. Yeah. So that's a, that's a very unfortunate, you know, I, I feel like a lot of uh, record execs don't trust their gut like A&R guys used to, and mm-hmm. and be willing to roll the dice and, uh, and, and really take those chances. Now they want it. Now it seems more, you got to prove it yourself and, with your YouTube likes and things like that. So, but for us, the ultimate goal is to write great music and, um, and get it as much exposure as possible, get it out there, work hard, play some shows and, and gain fans, you know, that's what it's all about. I like it, buddy. So you, by the way, you guys going to put something together? Are we going to be able to see, um, Melody Brothers like in 2022? Besides Brett's backyard, I should have, yeah, it'll be a, a, a Brett's guy's backyard cookoff. <laughs> no, yeah, we absolutely. The plan is to get out and play some shows, and and uh, you know we're we're taking things uh, one day at a time right now, and just trying to finish this beautiful batch of music that we that we've started, and and uh, you know see where it takes us. Well, I love the two tracks you sent me, Brett, and I told you today. I was driving. I'm like, oh shit! I gotta play that again. I gotta play that again. So I, I love them both, buddy. And I hope to see you guys live. And I wish you all the the, the the most success with this music. I can't wait to hear all the tracks, 22 and, and counting. When are you gonna cut it off? Never. <laughs> <laughs> so is there, are there still music videos, Brett? Are there still people still make a, a video? Oh. Absolutely, more now yeah. than ever. Really? Check out yeah. Billy. Check out Billy's uh, social media stuff too. Billy always makes the best videos. I love the stuff that you do, Billy. He's Billy's got Thank lots you. of solo records and stuff that he's done. So, yeah, definitely check out his material. There, there, he he does a lot of fun videos in there, and uh, he always what what do you call the things, Billy, that you do where you're talking to yourself? Um, uh, me chats. So, I, 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 at one, you know, I go, I walk around the house talking to myself all day, and I, I'm like, I should film this. So I, uh, it was about maybe eight years ago, I, I started doing it, and uh, it, they're pretty funny. I, 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 I put one me in the little screen, and I have a conversation with myself. And like uh, some people I think like I have a twin because they, they're pretty, yeah. they look pretty real. <laughs> You really do. It's like it's, the timing is perfect. Every everyone that I've ever seen, the timing is always perfect, and so it's really good. So, Billy, where can they find you on social media? Billy Harvey, you know, 
just if you search Billy Harvey, they, it, it all comes up. Uh, all right. Facebook and Instagram and all that. I love it. I'm coming your yeah. way soon, buddy. Look out for right a blue, uh, 78 Trans Am with the T-tops off. Oh. <laughs> all right. Beautiful. Uh, Eddie, where can we find you, buddy? He's like, I'm a big producer. I don't care about this. <laughs> Facebook um, or EddieWall.com, but if you just look me up, Facebook, Eddie Wall. Or, yeah, that's where I do most of my correspondence. Yeah. W-O-H-L, correct? South Park character is my picture, so. All right. <laughs> so we have, but yeah, you can find me like on Facebook. I have a, you know, my uh, my artist page, which is always an easy go to, um, you know, and I'm also on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. You know, uh, we're working on Melody Brothers social media sites. They'll be up uh, as soon as possible. So um, keep an eye out for those things. And and to be notified of things like that, you can always check out Billy's pages or, or Eddie's pages or, or my pages. And there'll be uh, there'll be blasts out there letting you know where to go to, to be a part of those fun sites. So. All right. Well, I dig it. I dig it. I'd like to ask my guests one final question. What was your hell yeah moment? You know, uh, where we're from, Brett, you know, we say, hell yeah. That means like fucking, you know, we made it. It's all good. So. Billy, do you have a hell yeah moment? A hell yeah moment in my life? In your or, career, your life, whenever what what stands out, you're like, fucking hey, that I'm all right. <laughs> um, I heard I I had a hell yeah moment tonight when I heard the the latest mix of this of the world is on fire. All right, we're about <laughs> to hear that. I like it. Good answer, Eddie. Hell yeah moment besides those six Emmys and lots of other awards. <laughs> We finished. We finished uh, the Devil's Key, a song called "The Devil's Key" that you'll hear shortly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Put so much pressure on ourselves to write the lyrics to that song, and then when we wrote them and they came out amazing, this big like weight came off my shoulder, and I'm like, "Wow, this song's great." So yeah. Pretty psyched about that. I, I agree. I agree. I could barely sleep that night. It was. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that one, Mr. Stallion. <laughs> The, the story of that actually is uh, the song's called Devil's Key, the Devil's Key. But the, and the story is a man meets another person on the street in Vegas, and the, this turns out to be the devil. And the devil gives this guy a, a key, and uh, you know he takes the key home, and he's here there with his girl. And he wakes up the next morning, his girl is gone, the key is gone, and the door is open. And this key will open any door to the portal of hell or anything you want, you know. So he had to go try to save her and bring her back from hell. But he gets there. I'm not going to give you the ending story, but you wait till you hear the, the how it ends. You're, you're love it. All right. All right. <laughs> that song sounds deep. Oh, yeah. A little bit before listening to that song, but okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we joked around that uh, once we're done with that song, Quentin Tarantino is going to make a movie out of it. So. Uh, I yeah. love it. I love it, buddy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your hell yeah moment was when you were a male model with Rachel Hunter. I wish you could see that, but uh... <laughs> that is definitely a hell yeah. <laughs> you know, funny, funny story about that. She's such, you know, she's a supermodel and she's gorgeous and she's tall. Yeah. And so to make the two of us line up and match right for the photo, I had to stand on a box. <laughs> we did the Tom Cruise. Well, we're going to fly this in later. Don't think you got away without me showing that because we'll fly that in. in 
All right, world premiere coming up. Drum roll. I think, I think that uh, I think that any of the listeners are going to be able to identify with this song and the current situation of things uh, throughout the world. So the song is called "Worlds on Fire," and it's basically about what's happening right now. So. <laughs> And oh. check me out at the uh, El Monte Swap Meet this week, selling T-shirts that say "Billionaires in a Race Riding Their Dicks to Outer Space." So that's my new, new T-shirts I'll be selling. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for stopping in, Melody Brothers. That was awesome, brother. Thank you so much. This is Worlds on Fire. Everything in front of me just ain't what it used to be. It's over now Children with technology Losing on reality And it's all gone now Sure as can be Just like you and me Everyone around can see this world's on fire Yeah, this world's on fire People fighting in the streets We're homeless, search for something they can eat Let's all help them now Watch the news that you believe Shame the ones you never want to see
Favorites. Add us to your favorites. Add us to your favorites. And keep your browser locked. Keep your browser locked. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. This is Judy Liu, executive producer at Van Grio. I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Come On Get Happy Hour with Stevie D. You could be listening to anyone right now, and we're so appreciative that you've chosen to spend a little time with us. Your continued support means everything to us. Please continue to like and share our podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers. Tell a stranger on the street. We really do appreciate it. Be sure to follow at Vangrio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, follow Stevie D and his so-called friends on Facebook. There you will see the videos of our episodes. At Vangrio, we rely on the continued support of our amazing listeners like you to be able to produce our content. If you wish to make a donation or shop our merch, please visit vangrio.com. That's V-A-N-G-R-I-O-T dot com. Thanks so much for listening. And now, back to the show. All right, people, tell your nieces, nephews, grandma, everybody to like and subscribe to Come On, Get Happy Hour. The super deaf dope producer, my partner in crime, Sketch, is going to tell you where you can find us. Well, as always, we love having y'all come join us each week, every Wednesday, with our Come On Get Happy Hour, which you can also support us on Facebook at Stevie D and his so-called friends. You can go to Stevie D's Instagram, it's at Stevie D Rocks. You can hit me up on my Instagram, I am Judy Liu, that's J-U-D-I-L-E-W. Or you can also, anywhere you listen to podcasts, particularly Spotify, Google, iHeart, look up Come On Get Happy Hour with Stevie D. Wow, that's the professional right there. See you next time, y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. You're in the mix with Judy Liu.
This is a Vangrio production.